Hello, welcome to CTM Community Voices, a podcast series that provides a platform for our communities living in Rhondacan and Taff, Bridge End and Merthyr Tydfil to share their stories. For the next few episodes, we will be hearing about songs that have been written with our residents to bring to life their experiences. In this episode, we speak with Erin and Joe, who wrote a song called The River. The River focuses on mental health and well-being. Erin and Joe talk about the meaning of the song and why it's so important to talk about mental health, including provision and intervention. So, hi everyone. My name is Jenny Mashiringani Mongero, and I'm the Regional Engagement and Co-Production Coordinator for the Kumtaf Magano Regional Partnership Board. And today, um, in this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about one of the songs we created as part of our 2021 hackathon series. The song is titled The River. And I am really excited to be joined today by one of our songwriters and one of our participants from the, from the, the day who helped to, to bring this song together to talk about what it means, why we wrote it and yeah, the message that we're, we're trying to get across. So I would love to introduce you to Erin and Joe. Erin, do you want to give us a quick hello and introduce yourself? Yes. Hello. My name's Erin Williams-Jones. I'm one of the songwriters on the project. I run my own business called Music Minds and I'm a qualified music therapist. Amazing. Um, and Joe, do you want to give us a quick introduction? Hi everybody, I'm Joe Benden and I am the implementation lead for the whole school approach to emotional and mental well-being for the Cumtaf Morganog region. Brilliant. So yeah, just to give listeners then a little bit of, of background, we held a hackathon um, which was a four hour long event, um, I think last October, so October 2021. Um, and the focus of the day was around mental health and well-being. And um, we came together to explore that topic of mental health and well-being through the medium of song and created this song called The River to really portray, you know, what mental health and well-being meant for us. Um, and some of our, our experiences. And so, Erin, do you want to just talk us through some of that songwriting process and, and Joe, give us some context of, of, of where some of the lyrics came from and, and what it really means to us as a group who, who wrote this song together? Absolutely, yeah. So I think it's safe to say, Joe, there was so much discussion before writing this song because so many people in the group had lived experiences of mental health and accessing services and different kind of obstacles that they'd come across when accessing services um so it was very it was very rich the discussion we spent quite a lot of time actually discussing rather than songwriting so for the songwriter it was quite a uh, challenging day but um you know kept kept me on my toes and there were so many ideas and we wanted to try and kind of come up with some imagery of how we would describe those experiences and we were thinking about personal journeys and how everybody was on their own path and then we started to think about well how can we put that into words what could we use and that's where the river came up you know because when you're kind of floating down the river sometimes it can be peaceful sometimes it can be rough sometimes there can be obstacles in the way and that felt like a really good way of describing people's personal experiences of mental health Joe, have you got anything to say about that kind of starting point of the song I'd agree with you Erin we had lots of discussion um throughout the morning really I managed to or you managed to pop this song together in such a short limited time after our discussions but it definitely came from a place of lived experience. 
And through the discussions that we had in the morning, it was very clear that the majority of services that we were able to access only came about when we were at that crisis point. So the discussion around being a river after a, a downpour, after a rain in that stormy sort of season, really felt like something that was uh, pertinent to our journey at that point in time. But also then moving on from hitting crisis as having those services there in place then to help us come out the other end and sort of re-regulate um, ourselves. But definitely focusing on that area of crisis within our own experiences and I think as services as a whole. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There's something in the song then a little bit more about kind of that early intervention that's potentially needed and needs to be expanded um, in services because unfortunately a few people in the room had felt like they'd had to reach crisis to be able to get the support that they needed and actually you know when you're thinking of um, people's well-being first and foremost but also funding opportunities for services and things like that if we were only to have those early intervention services being a bit more prominent then perhaps we would see less people reaching crisis point um, so there's definitely something about that in the first verse you know we're flowing we're twisting around the bend slowly discovering who who I am in the distance dark clouds are forming could this could this be a warning so the warning signs are already there mm. and then we talk about how that overwhelming feeling of the storm in the pre-chorus and then asking really in the chorus where where to go and what what happens when we get to that point? Which way will I turn and where will I go? Choices seem lost to me. Who will come and hear my plea? And then the second half of the song, I would say, is more about thinking about how individual everybody is. And the line, I don't fit into a box, show me where I need to go, because I think some people were talking a bit about how they felt that they needed to be a certain, you know, kind of um, in a certain box to access a certain service. Definitely. And that perhaps we need more of a bespoke service for people to access because they are all individual. Everybody is individual and we all have different needs. And then the kind of last pre-chorus and chorus, it looks at, you know, when those things are presented to us, those services are presented to us as they are, you know, in the area, there are amazing services that people can access that, um, you know, there's hope at my door, which is repeated as the last line. So, yeah, it kind of really encompasses so many different aspects. And again, this is why there was so much rich discussion, because there were so many different parts to the story that we had to put together. Yeah. And I think for me, um, just picking up on what you said, Erin, is that line in that first chorus that says, like, who will come and hear my plea? And what really came through for me when we were writing this song is that people who are in crisis or, you know, are feeling the pressures of their, their river, you know, bubbling up and, and, and getting to bursting point, feel like they are not listened to, feel like they're not heard, feel like, you know, they're almost forgotten within the system. And I think what, you know, as you were saying, in terms of early intervention, is actually if we 
listen to people's plea and listen to what people were really feeling and their emotions and their experiences is that we could then design and, and develop those bespoke interventions that will help them to not reach crisis, you know, help them to, to, to be able to build the, the resilience and the skills to be able to, to deal with, you know, what's going on in their, their world and to understand what's going on so that we don't get to the point that we are bursting our banks but instead that we are I think there was one conversation we had on the day around like sandbags and flood defense systems didn't we and barrages and how how can we like help drain the water from the river to stop it overflowing and I think yeah that line just really stands out for me who will come and hear my plea you know are we listening to people are you know are we listening to them at an early enough stage you know, to, to really understand what's going on in their world and, and where things are going. Yeah, I think that's just really important. And I think as well, Jenny, adding on to that, is it's about the skills of others as well. Having them, we talked an awful lot about the skills of other people when they come to uh, have those conversations with, with people that are having difficulties. So it's not just about the specialised services, it's about sort of um, lifting our stigma of mental um, health and being able to have those conversations with with people that are struggling at the time and not being afraid to approach the subject and I think a lot of the discussion came around that as well so although we're asking who will come and hear my plea we're not necessarily just targeting those specialist services because with the sort of onset of early intervention then less people are going to need the bespoke specialist services because there are you know, a, a wide range there. And again, we did, had a lot of discussion of, about being signposted to the earlier interventions. You know, when we were talking about personal lived experience, it was only after we hit crisis that you realised that there are services out there. So I think that formed part of the discussion as well. It's not just specialists that we need to engage. I think my own experience from kind of the other side, really being a music therapist was really important to this as well, because, you know, um, when I have my kind of caseload through, I am told to look at who is the at highest risk because I don't have capacity to take on all of those clients. And I think that what you were saying, Joe, was absolutely right about early intervention services. We really just need more therapeutic opportunities for people it doesn't necessarily have to be the specialist deep-rooted service for people who are not at crisis point but there needs to be something so that they don't reach that crisis point and I think the more opportunities for any kind of therapeutic intervention whether that is exercise well-being classes around food and healthy eating or obviously as I am biased the arts you know music drama art you know dance if there are more opportunities for that kind of therapeutic work in the community that hopefully people have more opportunity for their voices to be heard and then for those people running those workshops to be signposting them into specialist services if they need that. If that is um, yeah. And again, if people then are recovering from mental health issues, that they have services to go back into so that all the good work that they've done is not lost. 
Um, and yeah. that's something again that I see in the work that I do that when somebody finishes music therapy work with me where are they going to be signposted to next what are they going to do is there a community group that they can use in the in, in their local area where they can still gain some of that therapeutic outcome without having to go to into straight forward therapy as as such so I think that would be really really important and I think although this song was written by the perspective of the people experiencing mental health issues that I can almost relate to this in my professional work as well that sometimes I don't feel like I have capacity to be able to take on all the clients that I would want to and that when there are those opportunities in the community I have the choice and you know places to turn to when re-referring or moving forward clients into other services. Yeah and I think that's like one of the things that I've really found through just the hackathon um, experience in general is that before coming into especially this hackathon because I joined you in terms of, of, of this songwriting group that there's lots of personal experiences that I've had with my own mental health that maybe I've like repressed or I've overlooked because I've not had the language or the ability to express it. And I think, Erin, as you said, using really innovative approaches such as music therapy or the arts or, you know, whatever it might be, really helps people to give them a different outlet to to get some of that stuff that I didn't even realise I was carrying until we were part of this creative process. And then all of a sudden, you know, you start to identify with some of those emotions and those things that are going on, you know, either in your life right now or that maybe have happened to you previously. And I really felt like a massive weight had been lifted off my shoulders at the end of this creative process, because for the first time I was able to get some of that out and give it language and give it context and 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 to really be able to to start to process it you know I think there's things that maybe I had really hidden previously or I like I said try to overlook or or repress and had not dealt with but this gave me a, a real sense that I you know one that I wasn't alone because I was in the room with other people who had similar experiences but two that you know there were was a way to get it out and 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 to to really process it i think that was really important for me how much longer must i wait i feel like i'm bursting joe i don't know if you know because you were there as a participant on that day yeah well i felt very much the same journey it was that creative outlet to be able to put sort of those personal experiences into some sort of perspective without actually going down the formal therapeutic route. So, you know, it, it was a way of expressing your, the, the positives, I suppose, from the journey, as well as what we need to improve, but in a way that it didn't feel, it didn't feel overwhelming. It didn't feel that you were being um, made to talk about your personal experiences. The conversation just flowed. Yeah. And I think, as Erin said earlier, having access to those type of therapies, again, talking from my own experience, I went from crisis into uh, what I would say was formal therapy, but there was no other offer of any other services. And I think had I been offered something along this type of route beforehand, then it, it would have sort of allayed the stresses on the specialists themselves, because although 
the therapy helped, this just felt that you were surrounded by friends. Although I'd never, I'd never met Erin, I hadn't met the other participants within the group, but very quickly you had that bond. Um, and we were able to put our ideas down and nobody felt that that you couldn't speak within that group. And I think that was the biggest positive for me on that day. The song was fantastic at the end, but it was that process of being able to speak quite freely in a safe space, no judgment, but in an actually, in a fun way. I know that sounds a little contradictory, I suppose, but it was a fun way of, of expressing how you had been treated with it when you were at crisis and how the services um, had been accessed etc but again it's talking about that safe space you know we had that safe space on the day and when we came to do the showcase at the end it didn't feel as if you were airing dirty laundry for want of a better word again all of us together with that safe space. We all understood where we were coming from. And I think that was the, the big positive of the day for me. It was done in, in a very creative, fun way, but actually the positive benefits from it far outweighed any, any sort of negative feelings that, or feelings of anticipation in the beginning. You know, what was expected of me as a participant? Was I going to be having to write a song on my own? You know, and those type of feelings, well, actually, no, it was a, a collective, but in a really fun, creative, enjoyable way. And as you said, coming out to there, feeling actually quite lighthearted. I smiled all the way home, sang a song to myself all the way home because it was in, you know, we'd practiced so many times before performing. I think I hummed it for about a week, <laughs> you know, so I think that was the the positives of it you have a down day you have your song <laughs> I'm really pleased to hear that it it was like that for you as well because it felt like that for me leaving um on yeah. the day and I think there's just so much stigma around mental health and it's great that in society we are talking about mental health more openly you know you have celebrities and people on the tally that are doing campaigns around mental health which is great but that's one thing, isn't it? And it's another thing to sit in a room with people that you don't know and actually talk about your own experiences. And I found that really, really powerful that, you know, everyone was so open and that we were all able to share because, you know, we've all just been through a pandemic. We've all got lived experiences of, you know, it's of all sorts of different things so we have all experienced times where we've not felt at our best you know um so it was really 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 exciting to actually be able to talk about that with people I didn't know rather than just kind of look at a campaign on the telly or share something on social media which is almost like once removed isn't it there's nothing better than just actually sitting in a room with people making some music and and talking about things really openly and like you said joe it felt like a really safe space and the outcome is something that we is long lasting you know that's going to be that song is going to be with us for the rest of time it's now going to be recorded we've got a podcast made about it you know and whenever you you are feeling like oh you know what what happens if I get to crisis again the same for me if I'm feeling a bit anxious or whatever we know that we can remember that day and think right actually we had a really good hold on our emotions we were able to express ourselves verbally and through music as well which was really really amazing um, and like you said we can hum that song 
whenever mm -hmm. we need to. It's uh, always, it we're always able to access that song. We don't need to go to a service. That's with us in our brains for the rest of time. And again, one of the biggest positives from there. And it was a really catchy tune. <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness, you know, it was, as I said, for me personally, coming out of there, I did feel that, that it was, you know, a, as you said, a weight had been lifted. And there were others in the same boat as well. Um, and that you're not alone. And I have to say, I on the day as well, I made some really good connections that I'm still in contact with now, you know, almost a year later, and we're still in contact. So it, it also had that benefit as well, being part of the hackathon. You know, I, I met new people um, that I was I am still able to, to speak to today. And I think that, again, is one of those lasting legacies from the day. Absolutely. Well, without further ado, maybe we should introduce the song and let our listeners hear this really catchy get stuck in your head, hum along, I suppose, legacy that we created on the day um, through the river. And yeah, and just, yeah, we just hope, I suppose, that others will find the encouragement that we found from the song moving forward. So I'm not sure who wants to introduce it. Joe, Erin, are either of you up for it? I think Joe should do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, introducing the river. Flowing. Twisting round the bend Slowly discovering who I am In the distance Dark clouds are forming Could this Could this be a warning Storm overwhelming, raining, pouring, lightning, striking, and thunder roaring. Crisis is here, my banks are breaking. Which way will I turn and where will I go? Choices seem lost to me. Come and hear my plea How much longer must I wait? I feel like I'm bursting It won't be long till I'm overflowed I just need some hope I'm forever changing My path is my own I don't fit into a box Show me where I need to go I can do this alone Can help this river grow Restore my banks Repair my soul Return me to a steady flow Storm withdrawing, rain stops pouring, sun is shining, a new day dawning. Crisis averted, my banks are blooming. I know where to turn, I know where to go. Choices are open to me, you came and listened to my plea. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. We will be creating more songs this autumn as part of our new series of hackathons. For more information, please visit our website on www.ctmregionalpartnershipboard.co.uk.